0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love?
0: Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having?
1: Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only, 18 plus, rewards, registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Welcome to the Avon Vale podcast. It is still Friday the 23rd of June, but it's half past 10 at night now. There's still no Johnny, as you can tell, because we've got no theme tune. Still joined by Tom, who's five bottles of wine in now. So uh, Tom's having a good time.
3: It's getting heavy now, isn't it?
0: Gary Navy. And um, we've got rid of Leon. What a fantastic podcast that was, Tom. Really
3: enjoyed it. I I, brilliant, I think he said it, or it was a lot of the time. Um yeah. there was no bullshit around it. Yeah. And it was uh It was probably one of their interviews that splits split people listening in half. Mm. With their opinions from the past and their opinions what they still might be now, I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the interview. Yeah, really enjoyed it. So after three, four weeks off, however long it's been, and
0: thank you for all the messages to me and Johnny saying, when you're doing another because you're missing us. And not often I get people saying they're missing me, but talking about missing people, we've got a new person joining us now. It's the king of the coaches, Steve. So how are we going, Steve?
4: It's good. It's all good, thanks. Um, yeah, to be honest, I always said to you guys, end of football season, i fed up football. But this season, a couple of weeks ago, I really started missing it. And in the Ale and the Vale WhatsApp group, all we've been talking about is whether it's raining in Biddulph, bravely Castle, Manchester or Roaster. So yeah. just get some football content back is, uh, is better than being shitty little weathermen.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it is Ale and the Vale, as we said. Tom's five bottles of wine in. Steve, what <laughs> you want?
4: Yeah, I've got... A, well, I was, just telling, I was just telling Amos. I've got... I'm trying to empty the garage fridge. I've got some random... Uh, Tens of Punk IPA, so I'm drinking that. Nice, nice. So it's, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's been a good few weeks for the Vale, I think. So the yeah. Garage Fridge, pack.
3: by the way, ladies and gentlemen. The Garage yeah. Fridge. Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah. he, had the, he had to take the... The Garage he had
3: to Fridge take the is frigging massive, by the <laughs> way. It's like...
0: yeah. and, and it's about a mile away. He took the golf course <laughs> over to...
4: <Yeah. laughs> The garage fridge is mingy, no one else will use it other than me, but it's, it's in there. Dirty bastard. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to, and I'm on, I've
0: got Craft Siren Brew, which I've never had before, but it got delivered for a barbecue, I'm going next weekend, so I thought I'll join you with one. It got um, delivered
3: for a barbecue you're going to next weekend. <laughs> yeah, got How to do you 24? have that level of self-control? Because
0: I don't drink at home. I live on my own, and to me, drinking is a social, so I don't come in and think, I'm going to open a beer. For me, I go to the pub and have a beer, chatting to people, or I go to someone's house and have a beer. I don't drink in the house on my own, because for me, it's a social.
3: I don't but, normally, to be fair, but I've had that much of a shite day today that I decided I was going to. Yeah.
0: But I'm having a social with
3: you two, and we're going to now. We're going more. to talk
0: all things veil that we've missed out on for the past four weeks or so. So I'm, on I'm a siren. We've got a bit, haven't we? Detroit. We've got quite a bit, so it's going to be a long one, I think, so... Suspended and sits hazy pale ale. So what yeah. to start with? how's was summer holidays going. Steve, how many have you had now? Four, five?
3: No, I've
4: not, I've not been away. I went to see Bruce Springsteen last week, and might not be a film with you but Bruce Springsteen was fucking ace. He's like, I went. I went to Aston Villa. Last time I was at Villa Park, I saw Vale get dipped five nil. Fairly sure we all man left at half time. David Platt got a hat trick. Sure, yeah. yeah that Did was you last go time was when we there. played
0: him in the FA Cup, when we lost 3-1, where well, Lancey scored?
4: No, I didn't go that one. The last oh. time I was with like, Ahmed. I don't know why. Remember, I'll have to ask my brother, because there's a few games I've been missing in my own head that I actually went to, so I don't lean on my brother for more. But I didn't, don't remember that one. I just remember getting Ahmed and Platt scored a trick, and that was obviously back in the day. But yeah, Bruce last week was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I've done so far. I'm just uh, working. We're dead busy at work because it's a busy season for us so yeah. far. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's good. And talking about getting hammered, Tom, how was your uh, summer going?
3: I, uh, I, I, weirdly, and I think I put it on Twitter, I got to a point with the Vale where the Plymouth game couldn't come quick enough. Yeah. And I I wanted out of football completely. I hated every minute of it. And I think come the last 10, 15 minutes of the Plymouth game, I'd really lost my head completely with it and I just wanted just to bugger off and just have six weeks of no football, no nothing. I know I spoke to a few people who listen to the podcast and I said exactly the same to them. It was it, it got to a point where I was like I'm out. Yeah. Um I am getting a little bit of a happy Surprised little look about my face, but I'm still, I've got a holiday in it. I'm just going down to Newquay next week for a couple of days. Uh, well, for five, six days with the, with the missus. Um, and then after that, we go straight back, straight yeah. back to football. I know I've got a wedding at the end of it, but you know, football comes first. So yeah, yeah, ready. Well, um, yeah, so very, very much ready for it. Come. I'd say July the eighth. That's yeah. my that's my starting point then.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, I got towards the end of the season where I was ready for the season finish now, especially second half. We had I'm off work this week and next week. So I had a couple of nights in Blackpool this week on my own, day on the pleasure beach, enjoyed that. Uh Alton Towers next week and go going before back and work and Yeah, that was a the big break. one. Brilliant. To be fair, I love the big one and
3: <laughs> oh, you can't be saying that on the podcast. <laughs> the Pepsi Max,
0: the Pepsi Max, as we shall call it. To be fair, I got the week wrong, though because kids have just finished the GCSEs, and so it was full of school trips. But by about three o'clock, they were going home. So at that point, it was just walking on all the rides. So I had a cracking day. Then went to have a walk. At that point, we're from... in
3: Bezer Town, aren't we? That's we're it. Just that's living it. the dream, aren't we?
0: Living the dream on the roller coasters and that. But yeah, I haven't gone away because I'm going. Toronto again in September for a week, and then Benidorm in November. So I haven't gone away this time. Just a couple of weeks off, work, we recharge the batteries and ready for the season again. We've got all things vale to talk about. So we have it, just we do... just
3: just on the slide there because what? we have uh, because of everything all the all the bollocks I've been doing, I've probably been chewing my Mrs. Ear off. And fair play, uh, she's actually climbed Snowden today, and she's climbed it with a veil vale fan. Uh, Dave, who works at Keynote Mortgages. So, thank you, Dave, for bringing her back alive.
0: Yeah. Always oh, a blessing. Well done. Also, Dave, Dave
3: why it. the fuck have you brought her back alive? Because she's doing me tits in already. so fair. She said
4: she's climbed Snowden with a favourite male fan.
3: Oh shit! The doors just opened. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm in trouble. Yeah. She's yeah fair, no. well, well done. I think it, yeah, go on, sorry. I did go to Benidorm for three days, which I've never been yeah. before.
3: Oh, yes, you it's did back... go to Benidorm for three
4: days, didn't you, Steve? It's, no. it's, it's less a holiday, more of a uh, battle of war. And I just about came out of the side, but yeah, it's a yeah, it's decent Benidorm, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Is that it then, Steve? Have you got the green light for Amos? Is at Stagdew and Benidorm in April?
4: Absolutely, I'm already looking forward to it.
0: Wow, there you have it. Steve will be living it all. Just like you know as well.
3: The absolute bastards in the fixture office mm. have decided that two days before my stag do seems like a good idea to play Bolton away Oof. in our last away game of the season. Oh, to Black be fair, I'll miss that
0: then because I'm in Benidorm before your stag do, so oh. that I'll be away for that weekend. It's
3: gonna so, hurt. Yeah. That one is. I'll be yeah, honest. But-
0: yeah, there so we go. So Steve
3: might be sitting on my bus trying to get this thing started again, like he was <laughs> last yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. We failed yeah. him miserably. i Well, I know, we got it there in the end.
0: Yeah, yeah we got there in the end. And- Talking about all things that we've done over the summer, paralysis escape rooms, lads, we haven't had a good chat about that yet, (laughs) obviously we all went and did the... There's
3: a fucking reason we haven't spoken about this.
0: (laughs) We haven't had a proper pod since, so paralysis escape rooms and Annley, for those that don't know, have a look on the internet for it, Um, there will be a sponsor next season, it'll be paralysis man of the match, but it's a horror escape room, so you know all your modern escape rooms where you find clues, get out but this is horror themed. And we're not going to give away any of the clues of that because that would be pointless, but go on and have a look. But we did one that was in the sally. And Tom, by your own admission, you're very jumpy. Uh,
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was was horrible. It was the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life.
0: Yeah, and if you could have seen Tom's face when they were telling us sort of the synopsis of what was going to happen and the story behind it. I do think
3: there was a a picture that went out on Twitter. There was. There was. Absolutely. And
0: when... Tom, without giving away the clues and how we got him, he opened the box and some fell out and oh you slag, which we released that that was quality. <laughs> but Steve, you were fearless in there. The rest of us, including myself, I'll hold my hands up every time there was a noise, I was backing against the wall because I didn't want to anything to come and grab me and
3: there was can a we just add, Can we just floor. add that Steve was the first one who rolled in with the uh, Tom, do you want do you want a shot of this? <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> he was he was full whiskey drinking by the time he went down into that cellar.
4: Well, oh yeah. yeah, to be fair, we had a couple of nerves settles, was, didn't we, and that like, got, got us in the mood.
0: Well, I got, it got you of... in the mood. You were fearless fearless. Andy wasn't far behind you. And I've got to say, Tom was a complete shit out on it.
3: Um, <laughs> I probably and... had in with what I thought was snakes. I love you, no. Know.
0: <laughs> I wasn't far behind, Tom. And I don't think Johnny was far behind, in all fairness, although he probably wouldn't admit it. Enjoy oh. your holiday in the Isle of Man, Johnny. But yeah, Steve, I your so don't know why you didn't, because every time there was a noise in that, fuck me, my heart was getting 10 for the dozen. Yeah, I did.
4: Yeah, it was, I enjoyed it a lot. It was, good, it, was good, it was good fun. It was good fun. I mean, yeah. no one's seen Andy since, have they? So we hope he's not still locked in that it? No, okay. <laughs> true.
0: But yeah, for those of you that enjoy your escape rooms, enjoy your horror, go over to them, have a look. Paralysis escape room, get yourselves boots in. There's different games, and we're going to do another one soon, so we'll tell you the
3: And And I have to say, say, I have to say that that obviously, Callum, we know who listens to the pod, who invited us, he was brilliant on the night. And also, the guy who was with him, to the point where when he first started talking, I thought, oh, shut up, lad. (laughs) And then by the time he finished talking, I thought, my bollocks are in my throat here. What's happening (laughs) tonight? No, There's a good, good, good actor on him, like, yeah know. He was uh, for. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, off. I don't want to know him.
0: Yeah, and they started, we went down there, and within the first 30 seconds, a voice comes out, and says, Bess and we want you, I so says, you can fuck off. <laughs> But, yeah, it was a cracking night. Really enjoyed it. Get yourselves over there and look. And now let's get into the veil stuff. We've got quite a bit to discuss. Um, I'm sure John will give his views when he's back. So, to start with, we had the kit release. So, coming to you first, Steve, what did you think of the kit when it first came out and now you've seen it?
4: Obviously, Puma. Yeah, first thing is, I was made up of its Puma. It looks like a proper kit and a proper well made kit. If I'm honest, the design at first, the yellow stripe at the bottom, Thought so I'm not a massive fan of this, but obviously I'm down there nine o'clock the next day. Me and Joe, and once I, once I saw it on him, well, when you know, he he was like once you, when when you see it on somebody, it looks a lot better than he did on the picture. Is it my favourite veil kit ever? No, do I dislike it massively? No, do I give a shit? No, I'm a glad they've sold literally thousands of the bookers. Absolutely, and also. Every time you have a kit, it's got to be a bit different than the one before. Mm. And if the fact that it isn't particularly my cup of tea, or but it is growing on me, doesn't matter. If we sell loads of them, I don't give a shit what it's like, to be fair. It's obviously not red and white. We just go.
3: Yeah. John? Now, when we say kit release, are we talking kit release that happened a few weeks ago? Yeah. Or are we talking about the absolute beauties that were dropped in the last 24 hours? Well, with regards to training kits.
4: Yeah, yeah. So the because, training something
3: else. I mean, Conor Ripley is a beautiful human being. And we'll come on to him later. Conor Ripley in that training kit. But oh, that's a bit of me. You'd yeah. have a little go, would you, Tom? Oh, I'd have a tickle. I'd <laughs> have a tackle. We'd have a look about now, are but no, I mean the and and I said I said um, I said I said to my missus I was like I'm not a hundred percent sure what I like more whether I like the turquoise the blue pattern on the mm. what is going to be the players kit mm. or the the grey blacky same pattern on on what is going to be obviously the coaches yeah. side of it both both look beautiful. Um Both are completely different to anything we've had before. Again, we aren't just, we don't seem like we're going down. I think that was the main worry with Puma, that we were going to go down the same route as five or six other clubs. Yes. And I don't think think we've done that because I haven't seen anybody else come out with any kits that are similar to ours. No, I agree with that. And I've got to say, when
0: I first saw the home kit I'm going to now, I thought... Yes, home kit, big fan. I thought it was lovely when I first saw this, and shout-out to Josh Green, who's absolutely killed it for me, (laughs) because he then did a photo shot without the bottom yellow on, and then did a photo shot without the bottom and top yellow on, and it was gorgeous. Still brought it, obviously. I was down there at 10 o'clock the next morning, and nice little open day down the Vale. Enjoyed it. Seeing avtiming.com there. There's your first shout-out for the sponsor. Get yourself signed up for the Vale 10K. I'll be there doing it. Um, He was there. No, no, you can't, can you, in all fairness? You have got an excuse. No, I
3: have, I have, uh otherwise engaged. I'm Let's not going to tell you it. what, because it's probably better that I don't. No, no. Well, no. not having a snip.
0: No, no, <laughs> to be honest, Steve, he's gayer than that.
3: <laughs> no, it's, um I'm on a, I'm on an engagement shoot that day. Yeah. Because oh, Because no. it's 12 months till my wedding
4: engagement? Yeah. What's one of them like? Is that when you oh, like I a- have
3: no idea. I'll be honest, but i find out. Basically, they've
4: got to go
0: somewhere, old hands with the sun behind them and have pictures stuff. Oh.
3: But also, now know is I'm in Johnny's for a game of five and threes after. We will
0: be, so the 5K <laughs> run, myself, Tom, Dicko, Gadget will be in Johnny's for a game of fives and threes around half one, two o'clock so if anyone wants to join us, even if you've never And if anybody
3: World. wants to play any games that are not five and threes, that I might understand that is completely acceptable. Darts. Yeah, please, please no, he hasn't got a dart
0: board, <laughs> if you're on his board. But talking about darts on the Open Day, darts corner with them, they're not a sponsor, but beautiful veil stuff there. And I've seen a few people have brought it in. So those that like darts, go have a look at darts corner. So, yeah, that was the kit release. We're waiting on the away kit. We're waiting. We've now got the goalie kit, which I thought was beautiful. Better than the own strip. Oh,
3: yeah, very much a fan. But we, we seem to be stuck with the... Uh... It, are we stuck with the green? Are we going to go green and then go yellow?
0: I think, well, obviously the away is going to be a different colour. I suppose green, not many teams play in green, do they? So it's in game clash with many.
3: I understand, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, that's quite fair.
0: Yeah, that's the kit release. And then next we all went to the Football Forum night down there, vale, which was Dave Flitcroft, it was Matt Hancock, and it was... Will Ryder. Will Ryder <laughs> from the Academy. And... Obviously, Carol and the family were there as well. Um, Tom, come to you first, Sam. What did you make of the football for? Him?
3: I thought everything was spoke about very well. Um, probably more so than I thought it was going to be. I have one gripe. It Was very open. I thought very open. But it was on, very what? open, but was very open, and, and that's fine. Uh, the one gripe I have is all gone very quiet on the lad from Newcastle.
0: Yes, which, to be fair, Vale never released that. It comes. No, Vale never did,
3: but Newcastle have. So, is it not about time we said something? Yeah, fair (coughs) point. Because you know, this is potentially a landmark signing for what we're trying to do at the Vale. You know we're we we're, we're, we're outing Will Ryder at these things, and he's bringing these players in, and then surely if we sell one to Newcastle for two hundred thousand, come and flaunt it.
0: Yeah, no, but if you're push. not flaunting
3: it, why? Yeah, fair point. Makes me a little bit skeptical on that, but but no, other than that, the the whole night I thought I um particularly particularly, and I I said this to um, Matt Hancock. On the kit open day, I said I was a big fan of the fact that they turned around and got rid of the questions that were pre-organised. Because yeah. Yeah. I know there was a lot of flack for that beforehand. Yes. And I think to turn around on the night as well and say, look, pff, balls to that, we're not going to do it. We're going to do it exactly how you want it. I take some bollocks, that. Yeah. And, because anyone can ask any questions. I know. Granted, we had a bloke who asked about soil. Yeah. Um and and where it was going. Granted, granted, I haven't got a fucking clue what the end, what the end game was, but.
4: um Didn't one bloke ask if he could mend the roads in Beesland as well? But
3: if he wants to mend the roads in Beesland, will he bring him to Castle as well? Because there's a right <laughs> shit show outside Sainsbury's at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. But so, but no, um, it it was all. It was all very positive for me that night. And that was that was kind of a little bit of a first Now It's very easy to say this now. That for me was a bit like, okay, I'll give you such and such a time to prove X, Y, Z. Yeah,
0: and I'll say before I come to you, Steve, people know I've been critical of Flickcroft on the podcast. Not necessarily the job he's done. Because he assembled a squad with Clark that got us promoted out to League 2 and he helped assemble a squad that kept us in League 1. But I've been critical of him like a lot of Vale fans have. He come across very well to me on that night. Those Vale fans that are still critical of him draw the line under it now. It's a new season. I think as we get on to the signings that we're making, we've got to say they're positive. That's Dave Flickcroft's area. He's doing a good job there. Draw the line under it now, which I am. Give the bloke a chance. Whoever the clown is behind the Flickcroft Parody account, I blocked you. But give it a fucking rest. And if you want put stuff like that out, at least do it behind your own name, so people can see who you are.
3: That's not for me, that. Not for me. Steve, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a case. Sorry, just to put in, I don't think it's a case of draw a line under it. I think it. Don't be. You don't have to be so vocal. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, if you don't think. This is working. Let's not batter the club.
0: It's every opportunity. With everything,
3: with everything they put on. Yeah. Let's just take it bit by bit with that. Because I, I, don't, I don't agree with saying you can't say... Don't say this. No, you can't I'm not say this. saying that.
0: What I'm saying is let's give him an opportunity now. Let's see what's going to happen over the summer. And if, come the end of November, we're bottom of the league...
3: Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Go and battering. Go not battering, but go and ask questions. Ask Go and ask questions.
0: Yes. But for now, let's support the club, support the bloke, and support everything to do with the club. Because it seems, Steve, as though everything, touch wood, is moving in the right direction.
4: Yeah, I, there's two things about the Flickcroft night, really, for me. The first one is, you talked about, well, the first thing was, I think we all knew how difficult the situation with Daryl Clark was. And without getting into any details, because I don't know any, Carol stood up and gave a really good speech yeah. about sort of a timeline of what happened without breaking any confidences and without chucking him under the bus. And Flitcroft said something, a few things as well. And it was obvious that they were both really hurt, hurt by the whole situation. And I think the last six months, maybe more. Well, towards the end of the season, just before Clarkey got sacked and all that stuff, I don't think we really appreciated just how hard that was for them to manage, no. and the detriment that had on the club. And I think for Carol and Flickers to come out and talk about it, and they did it really well, said a lot without saying anything, so to speak. I think that just draws a line on the on the on the Daryl the thing as well, and. The stuff with Daryl going to the the, the rugby United and stuff like that, that's a different thing. But I thought they handled that really well. And I
0: and think, was... Steve, you're touching on that. It's fair to say that I think the club have handled it very well and very professionally. They yeah. haven't come out and told anyone what went on and it's none of our business. It's the workplace, it's up to them. But I think it's fair to say from the speech that Carol and Flickcroft said, they love Daryl Clark, they always have, they always will. But whatever was going on, and we don't know, we're not going to speculate, it's not up to us, it was harming the club, and it came to a time where they had to put the club first.
4: Yeah, and also, they didn't, they made an unpopular decision with a lot of fans, and they owned that decision. It would have been easier for them to say, he had to go this, this and this. But to their eternal credit, and this won't have been easy, and some of the abuse they got was bang out of order, they just rode it out. And I and I think that in the annals of time, history will look back on them more favourably than the immediate reaction to the to the whole thing. The second thing was Dave Flickcroft talked about the type of signs we want to make and he talked about how he only admitted they haven't got the keeper recruitment problem. They haven't done a good job of that. They were concerned about height at the back and energy when we come to the signings, the signings we've made back up exactly what he was talking about there. There's a timeline and a synergy between Flickr's speech about recruitment and these three signings so far. And I think that's really, really positive. It shows that there is direction to to the recruitment and where the club's going.
0: Yeah. And they openly admitted that the loan signings last season were wrong. So it's not like they sat there going, oh, they were brilliant. What we did was fantastic. They can see the mistakes, and let's hope we're learning from them. And I think it's fair to say the club, now compared to when Carroll took over, is a thousand times improved. No, Still stuff they get wrong. Don't get me wrong. We're not here saying the club is fantastic. They're going the to get things wrong. Of
3: course they are. Of course it's, they are. It's, and it's we'll call them out in... when they do. Yeah, of course. C- of course, and I think the, the, the massive um, thing me is when when they're getting called out people are calling them out over the wrong things the scoreboard like like, like, we 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 could have had a new striker instead of a scoreboard no it's a completely different it's a completely different pot of money that money has not been put aside for a striker it's been put aside for a scoreboard but it's not even come from the bloody club for a start (laughs) Yes. This is, this is where it, it just takes someone just saying, right, take a step away, have a breathe, in, out, right, you're wrong. Have a read of this. Yeah. And, one and thing that's where we did, need to start now.
0: One thing that they did say at the start of the night, there was a lot of rumours that yeah. Flip was fleecing the club and his family were doing all the building work at the club, et cetera, and it was taking work away from local, Companies. It was confirmed on the night. Dave Flitcroft's brother does own a building company, but has done no work at Vale whatsoever since Flitcroft's been in the club. or
3: ever. Oh. So
0: that's one room c- that they put to bed. Yeah,
3: I, I can, can confirm that, that I went to measure. I went to measure the room for carpets in um, in February. Yeah, I went to measure the same room last week. Yeah, yeah. so and it's exactly the same. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> so what, 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 no work what, has been done. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Don't copy. What well, Matt Hancock did, really but those of you who weren't there, that he just addressed pretty much all the rumors at the start, didn't he? Yeah. He said to Carol and Kevin, "Are oh, you getting divorced?" They just laughed, and you know all the all the bizarre stuff that's been placed on the internet, you know about dwarves and stuff. You know, it was. Um, he just addressed all the rumors at the start. Took the elephant out of the room, and then we cracked on. And as you say, you could ask anything. Um, I think I asked a question. You did better. Your yeah. dad did, didn't he, Tom? And Flick, of yeah, he answered more honestly than probably needed to. You know, yeah, he, crit- he criticized the attitude of some of the loan signings, which yeah. they don't normally do. Do they? they? They normally would not would would not discuss attitude and why things haven't worked out. And I thought Flick has did himself a power of good. Now, obviously, again, what you guys said, if we're bottom in December, that's a whole different argument. Yeah. But he came across well, he came across as honest and he came across as somebody who cares about the club and we've had a bit of a reset now, we've got a new manager we're building a new team so let's just see what they can do and let's not just jump on the slightest thing to batter them
3: I'd be, I'd be interested to see and this is, this is an open invite to anybody on Twitter if you didn't want Andy Crosby. Why? No, it's not an argument. It's not anything like it, It's a genuine debate.
0: And everyone will have
3: their own opinions. Yeah, everyone can stick to their own opinions. Um, And now I had, I will openly say, I had an opinion at the time that I didn't want Andy Crosby. Um, That was based from the Charlton game. Because I didn't think anything changed. Um, but then since then, I spoke to five or six different people in football. They're not high in football. They're not big in football or anything like that. They're just people who work in football, who've worked with Andy and have just said, he's an unbelievable coach. So that kind of sits to me then. That kind of, why would people say that if they didn't believe it? Because these people aren't benefiting from saying he's that good.
0: And Conor, all on the podcast, we'd with him was glowing about Undercroft.
3: And I, I haven't, I haven't seen a player yet that said he's a bad coach. No, no. Even
4: Popey, who's pretty anti-Rail at the moment, took to Twitter pretty quick
3: to um, say how good he is. Say how good he was. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. But, but, please, please, for my sanity. If you batter him after a month, I'm coming for you on Twitter, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give him that month for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're all going have his opinions, it's football, but all we're saying is support the club. I've mean, opinions on Flick but as someone that was there on the night, and someone who's been vocal on here saying, I haven't took to him, he's started winning me over on that night, because you come across, as you said, Stephen, you've been supportive of him anyway, I haven't. So this is from someone that wasn't, he come across as a bloke that cares and a bloke that wants to do well for the club on that night. And he spoke very well. And he started winning me over. I'll see what the signings bring. But so far, I've got, say, three ticks. But we'll get onto them in a bit. So that yeah. was the Football match. If you didn't go, have a look at the videos Vale have released. I haven't watched them yet because I was there, so we didn't release them. But I know not everyone can go. So if you couldn't go, have a look and just go in with an open mind, is all I'm asking. Don't be pretty opinionated and for those that want to slag him off but didn't go just have a look at him please please have a look at him because I've been vocal saying I'm not his biggest fan he come across very very well on the night a bloke that cares and a bloke that really wants to drive this football club forwards so I'm going to give him an opportunity all I ask is do the same and let's see where the summer transfer window ends let's see how the club progresses that's all we're asking so next um I'll change my order because I was going to go on to the foundation awards, but Tom's gone. So me and Tom went. I'll still do it foundation awards. So we're going to invite. So thank you very much. Uh, Me and Tom went along to the foundation awards night that was held at the Vale last, not Thursday, not last yesterday, Thursday before. Brilliant night. And some of the work that the club's doing is absolutely fantastic. The foundation are doing and the community and real sense of pride, real sense of community there. The night was well organised, put together really well. And it's gr- if you can support the foundation in any way, please do. Some real good people there that you could see on the night. And Mr. Rudge was there giving an award away. Fantastic to see him. So great night. Thanks for the invite. And, yeah, put together really well. And then moving on, Steve, we've had the fixtures. What an horrible start, that, is, isn't it?
4: Yeah, um, it is tough. I'm away for the first three. I missed Blackpool away, which is, which I'm pretty disappointed about. But yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough start, right. And, um, you're looking where you think we'll pick the first points up and stuff like that. But you never know, do you, you know, start the season. It's been a, it's a big reboot. but it's exciting as well, isn't it? There's some, you know, Blackpool, I know I can't go to Blackpool, but it's an exciting fixture. I've been to Wigan, I'm so old, I've been to Wigan's old ground and their new ground. So, you know, with, there's that and, you know, I've seen where um, obviously Stockport is. Um, we've all been—I'm sure we've all been there—loads of times back in the day. Yeah. So it's you know going back to back to the Kevin Francis days of um, when we seem to be playing him every other week. And
0: although we haven't got Stockport because they're still in League Two, Carl, come up through the playoffs. Oh <laughs> yeah,
4: sorry, Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was in Dunn when I watched that playoff final. <laughs> <laughs> And I've been at the Tiki Bar all afternoon. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> enough. But yeah,
0: Carlisle will come up, not Stockport. I wonder why you're going to Stockport then. But yeah, we don't we? Barnsley away, opening game. looks toughy on paper, but they lost the manager this week. He's yeah, on...
4: and it all, yeah, and it all depends how many players he takes with him, doesn't he? Because yeah. when we went there, they, were, they looked one of the best sides we played. Mm. And they were hellishly unlucky in the playoffs. You know, they, yeah. were, re- they were really... I, you know, I probably wanted them to do it, to be honest. And they were—I thought they were one of the better sides we played last year. But like you say, new manager. Play off hangover, maybe. Yeah, there's there's a lot, to, there's a lot there that, that you know that can go wrong for them, isn't there? At the start, so maybe it's the right time to play them. Could be,
0: and then Reading opening home game. It could be the right time to play them. H M R C have issued the winding up petition today or yesterday. Now I'm sure they won't get wound up and. For the sake of football I really hope we don't don't like to see any club down that route. Could mean a transfer embargo which could mean that we end up playing whoever they've got there now and Andy Cavill's still there, that'll be interesting to see him up against Smudger if he's playing.
4: Yeah, or 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 Alex like, Lakovicty, like or like yeah, it's always when a team comes down and they've got money trouble, even if they do pull themselves round, usually it takes them a while to get going, doesn't it, you know? relegation hangover, they're still, they're still used to losing games from last year, there's a lot of uncertainty around the club, um, it's now 65 to the ticket for away fans as well, ready. so start saving. Um, yeah, not impressive yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time to play them. And, but we've just got to get going, haven't we, and see what the season brings. Yeah, Tom, any standout
0: fixtures for you? We're just on about the fixture release now. It bars, it
3: bars the Barnsley away. First day of the season is a, uh, is it? It's we've cried out for years. We always get an away fixture where they've got a cramped away end, and we always think. I think it was was it Northampton? Yeah, season. Northampton. Couple
4: of, yeah. Everyone
3: was like, "Oh, we haven't got enough tickets, and we just about sold out." Yeah. we've got an away end now. They're old five thousand. Go yeah. and get your tickets. Just, yeah. just, Let's just have a crack on the first day. We might, you know, we, we're on it. Is it 17 seasons without losing on the first day of the season? Not anymore yeah. now. Not anymore. We lost to Northampton. Yeah. When? <laughs> Lucas.
0: When Lucas Cobblerland got sent
3: off well, on the opening day. Off. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, bonnet. <laughs> 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 oh, frick. <laughs> oh, well, we, was, you
4: know, we you won got, last
3: year, so, you know. Um, Let's go for a piss, Tom. Well, you went, when
4: well, you went for a piss, I promoted Stockport. So that's yeah. yeah. Steve, oh my God! Coming up. Bloody hell!
0: Who did we have opening day last year? Fleetwood, and we know, beat I'm, him? Fleetwood, that's it. Yeah,
3: beat Fleetwood. We beat them two one. Yeah, yeah, we did. Well, that's why I thought it was snogging you know, on. Christ, I've been giving no. the the big into Barnsley fans, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably say that back now.
0: <laughs> Delete tweets.
3: Yeah, we're, we're just, a, just a year in the making at the minute, haven't we? No, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, do you know what? It's, uh, it's probably, the Barnsley the game is good. As well. well, exactly. They're, they're in the shit at the minute. You think, our, you think a few of our fans are a bit... Delirious about not signing players. Imagine not even having a manager. Yeah. Who's taking, who's taking training? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? Are you bringing in? Are they the right players? Yeah. No. This is, this is very much the case at the minute with Barnsley and that what better time to play them when we can go and fuck, let's go at them.
0: Yeah. And then we were just on about Reading first home game. Obviously HMRC have issued a winding up petition which we all hope doesn't lead to them going (laughs) buffed. But he's going to cause havoc for them putting the squad together for pre-season.
3: Well, exactly. So, you yeah, know, I can't be top of the league with six points, come. <laughs> five o'clock on, uh, on the Saturday night, won't we? That's the optimism we like. Oh, ah, Fregum. No, honestly, we'll beat them both. And
0: then going in, Boxing Day's Barnsley at home. Nice good fixture, good fixture,
3: because fix they'll probably have picked up by then. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and they'll bring a few fans. And, and,
3: and I imagine Boxing Day, Two, three, two and a half thousand Barnsley fans, quite comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm quite over. happy. I'm quite happy. I'm I'm quite happy with a derby fixture because yeah. the Tuesday night, the, the Tuesday night at our Place they'll still sell out. Yeah, they will. And the Saturday will still sell still out. There.
4: Uh-huh. I'll
3: start that again. We will still sell out there.
0: Yeah, Derby away is second of March, and I'm just looking through for I New w- Year's I... Day trip up to Carlisle on New Year's. Yeah, Day. that's going to be a
3: slog in it. Yeah. Dicko's going to get some uh, line for that bus, I say.
0: Yeah, and shout out to Dicko, who sold out four coaches for Barnsley away on the day the fixtures were released. Shout out to the Vale fans for booking on and getting behind the lads, and he's got four coaches. But Dicko, that takes some sorting out. Well done.
3: The man's a troll. I tell you what, Sharon must have patience of a saint. Yeah, I couldn't. Because, because I tell you what, I didn't want to message him on the day the fixtures come out because I thought hey, he's still going to want another couple of weeks yet. Mm. and I got a text, how many have you, having? Oh, for fuck's sake, man, have a break, have a break, will you?
0: Yeah, I, I got the same, how many do you want, but yeah, opening day, four coaches is sorted already, and I think that's it, I don't think he's putting any more on, I don't blame him.
3: But... No, I don't, I don't in the slightest, but I tell you what, say, same thing I say before every way again. don't be in our bed, enjoy the day. Yeah, that's it.
0: And then last game of the season, April season finishes. Stan sat in the twenty seventh. Jack Stevens will be coming to us in goal for Cambridge too.
3: All well, a about my stag do, are So, <laughs> yeah, my stag yeah. do's in that week, isn't it? Yeah. And then so we go, we go after Bolton. We come back for Jack Stevens. Well, I'm away for Bolton. I'm
0: going early for your stag do. I'm having a week out there, so schoolboy yeah. stuff, schoolboy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And then League Cup draw, Fleetwood at home. What are your thoughts on that, Steve? You first.
4: Well, we've got a chance for a cut and run, or, or, a cup, or a cup limp into the next round. If there's one thing we could do with, really, and we haven't had since the City game, not for any other great reason than it's, it's money, isn't it? You know, a good cup run to bring some funds in is ideal. And it just takes, you know, a cup, a cup as well. No idea I in the league. It's a good distraction, isn't it? You know, it's a bit of excitement. You might get to go somewhere, you might, might get to go a Prem Ground if you've not been before, or you might get to go deepest, darkest League Two side if you've not been for a couple of seasons. So, yeah, and I just hope we get going. We're always crapping the League Cup. We always have been so. But if we get a couple of wins and get a good draw, get some money, that's all it's about, really, isn't it?
3: Yes, I've then... v- I've, I vaguely remember the last time uh, we played Fleetwood in the League Cup. We played them away and they knocked us out and they drew Everton. Yes. Yeah, I think it as 2-1. Yeah, I think and that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, at their place, and, and then they drew Everton. Yeah. Yeah, sounds so, right. So, you know, we own
0: <laughs> <coughs> And on the Cups, Tom, I know people don't like it, and I totally get the reasons why. Pizza Trophy, a group with Newcastle under-23s, Crew and Wrexham.
3: So, uh, I'm going to fuck off the, the small sides, innit? The crew, Wrexham and Newcastle under 21s. Um, no, no. Uh, it's a bit, for me, it's a bit, it's a bit of a weird one. I've always wanted to go to Wrexham. Have you been? Since I, since I last you? went there. Since it's I last went much. there. So the last time I went there was probably about 2002. Was that Gnome Gate where the Garden Gnomes went? All all's I know With- is there was a Welsh flag that got set on
0: fire. I think that was Gate, yeah. That and and we place.
3: beat them 1-0. I think Billy Painter scored a little loopy and Eddie. And it was a, it was a brilliant day, but like the, the bloke who owns the pub that I drink in in Castle, he's a Wrexham fan. And he texted me on the day and he was like, are we going? We'll just make a day. There's no messing, no no bollocks about it. We'll just make a day, me and you. we we'll just have a crack <laughs> sound. No bother with that whatsoever. What I don't want to happen is I don't want it to be made all about, like... Deadpool. I don't want it to be all made a massive issue. I don't want fighting. What's the point? For the Johnson's paint game? It's a fucking Stoke game. We all sit sit here and say how stupid Stoke were for smashing the turrets up for a trophy they didn't care about. But then we might as well go to Wrexham and do exactly the same thing. <coughs> yeah, I'd rather it just be a, a, tri- a, a game where we look at it and say, right, I tell you what, we'll make a good of account of ourselves. We'll take 500. Yeah. Let's have a, let's have a crack.
0: Yeah, and talking <laughs> about going, if you want not go, get yourselves over to Andy's Taxis. He might be able to sort your taxi to the foreign land of Wales. And his taxis get yourselves over
4: there, Steve. Your thoughts? It used to be, yeah, it used to be a good. Moody Day Out, Wrexham, Didn't it back in the day? Mm. Everyone get everyone going by coach and stuff like that. It was a you know on the ground and all all the It was it was it was a good place. A friend of mine supports Wrexham. and I, I I went to a couple of home games back in the day there and still standing behind the dugout behind Jerry Jones. But we used to go with Vale. Always had a bit of an edge to it, didn't it? You know, and whether that's be interested to see because we've been apart for such a long time now that what you know, if there's anything anything like that still left because they're getting their way, we're getting our way, and we'll just see what else. I mean, it's a good obviously it's in the paint pots so they won't be the same, but if you assume they come up again next year we might play them again then. So yeah, it's Wrexham's an interesting draw. Crew's always you know, this whole Crew, ride, crew at and, home though,
3: Crew's, yeah. crew, crew, at home's crew at home. it's just crew in it basically, you know. It's just they'll they bring light and <laughs> They're, and they they're, can they're go back in the favorite box. Yeah.
4: They're my least favourite club crew, to be honest. I hate yeah. them for loads of reasons. Because you know, they fucking shit. Yeah, and they're so pious, aren't they? And, oh, look at our youth policy. Oh, look at us. We've got four, we've got four 14-year-olds on the bench. Morning mm. crew, dying crew, living crew. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah, That's a very sad epitaph That I didn't <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's the fixtures. So, moving on. Then signing started coming in. Steve, the first one coming from Cardiff was Tom Sang, the least famous of his family because his cousin Samsung.
4: <laughs> Samsung. Yes. I don't know where to go with that. I like this signing.
3: <laughs> oh, my hands are on my head, Baz. <laughs> <Samsung. laughs> That's horrendous. Samsung. Yeah.
4: I like the <laughs> well, like sign. Get out of there, Steve. <laughs> i I'm going to to go full Andy Fleming serious football talk here. That'll (laughs) be a soothing voice to uh, take away from Bez's shitness. You're going to try. Yeah, I'm going to try. What Sang is, is a player who's played at the higher level. Too often we get accused of recruiting players who the manager knows or the director of football knows, and we're plucking them from the lower league. Because we've had to, because that's the market we're fishing in. Cliff said we were fishing in a different pool this season and that Omsang signing is exactly that and I saw uh, our former coach whose name forgets me giving him yeah, giving him rave reviews and he's got pedigree and if we want to progress the club to the next to mid-table league one he's the type of player I think who will, who will do it he fits the um, the criteria, he's quite a tall lad, strong, got a lot of energy so he's again, does exactly what they want to do and it's just, a, it's just a positive signing that we're not scraping the barking basement and he must be one of our first choices because he signed two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. so the process will have, to call me Dave Flickcroft, the process will have started before that so he's one of our top, he must be one of our top targets, he's signed on and he fits the criteria that they describe, so it's a big tick for me, that one.
0: Yeah, and for those that haven't seen anything, he's come from Cardiff. He's a young lad, twenty two, twenty three, so good age to progress, can play either midfield or right wing back. The reviews from the Cardiff fans are they didn't want him go, and they feel as though the biggest downfall he had there he was too versatile, that some which would be in at wing back sometimes centre mid and that's why he couldn't nail down the place. Tom Everything I'm hearing, I get the impression is probably come in as a centre mid rather than a wing back, but it's a good option. Have if you need to move him over there.
3: See, I'm I'm quite on the fence of if he's a wing-back, I'm alright with it. Oh, well, yeah. I am, but I get the impression
0: yeah. we'd probably sign him as a centre mid, but who can't I'm, like, I'm
3: I'm not that clued up on him, so I'm very much wherever he says is his best position. Mm-hmm. Sound. You go with that. That's what you and Dave have. Discussed. that's fine. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and say I think he's a right wing back if he sat there for 25 minutes with Dave Flickcraft and said, I want to play centre midfield. Mm. Yeah, but he can play both, by the sound of things. Yeah, and... But but he's it, a bit and I, I don't want to bring him up, he's a bit Gavin Massey but I don't want him to be used in the same way as Gavin Massey has been used. I want someone to take control of that situation and say, look, no.
0: Is <laughs> he hit the desk? You muted yourself then.
4: It's when you said he was Gavin Massey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's, uh, killed the pod.
0: <laughs> and Tom doesn't realise he's still muted because his lips are just moving and he's just...
4: Amos, is just talking about how much he looks. There loves we go, go. see? No, <laughs> <I think laughs> <you> go.
3: <laughs> but no, he's, um, he's very much just
0: what it is. Yeah, Luke's a good sign. The move second signing coming yesterday. Was it today? Yesterday. 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 And we the wanted meet a, Shield. Yeah, we wanted a number one goalie, Tom, and it <sighs> looks as though we've certainly got that. And again, as you said earlier, Steve, we think Tom Sang was probably first choice. I think the goalie was probably first choice. Tom Connor Ripley's coming.
3: I was under a bit of an impression. That we weren't going to get Connor. Didn't think we'd get him at all. And then when the point came that we got him, I was a little bit taken aback. I think would be the right phrase. I think it wouldn't. And then when, he, when it came out, we got him. That's a massive shining for Vale. That well, is a hey. huge shining for us. Because that's not just fucking dicking around at this level. That's going and getting last season's best goalkeeper. No. We haven't done that. Ever. We didn't even do that when we won promotion from League 2. No. We no. Went, we've gone out and we have got the best goalkeeper in the division who isn't on loan, which is a massive key no. because... Being on loan is obviously, you know, there's a chance you can sign, and there's a chance they go straight back and they go division higher. But that is huge for me, the fact that we've got him. And hats off to Flickroft, Tommy Johnson, whoever's involved with the signing. Hats off, because that is outstanding. Yeah,
0: yeah, and my sources tell me we beat competition to Conor Ripley, which is no surprise <clears throat> to anyone
3: that. Well, I think I corrected. think I think I think Twitter tells you that there was. 14 clubs in for him. Yeah, yeah. And also. Well, 14 he, clubs who wanted him.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it got released in the press that other clubs were after Tom Sang as well, so we're actually beating clubs to sign now. We're not being left with what's at the bottom of the battle, Steve.
4: Yeah, uh, the Conor the, Ripley the thing is we spoke earlier, Tom just touched on, we got promoted with what was our allegedly fifth choice keeper when we signed Lucas and went and bit him out. We it's all we often sit and talk, oh we need a new keeper, we need new that. Pretty much all of us said Connor Ripley was a target. I saw him the last I was at Morecambe, um, and he just inspired confidence in that defence. He's a good unit. He had a bit of personality about him as well. He was getting a bit of stick from the Vale fans. He took he's gonna to be a crowd favourite because he took it he took it well, he gave it back And he looked like a really, really confident player. So, aesthetically, he's a big, strong lad. He he fills you with confidence. Um, He seems to have a personality. And as you say, Tom, the stats he had from last year, did he make more saves than anyone in League One? That's a signing that Port Vale don't make. The, the the, The better keepers in the league, who loads of clubs are after, historically, they don't come to us, do they? So, again, you know... He's he's a he's whoever we sign in the future, like beating this close season will do well to be a better sign than him. It's a it's a really, really good effort by the club. So as you say, Tom, that's off to Flickers, Carol, Tommy Johnson, the kit man, whoever did it, you know. It, it's a good effort I'm made up for Connor. Do we want to talk talk about the keeper leaving now or are you doing that after the best? I was doing that after the signing. Just
3: just just on that on that side, now, I don't know whether this is what they've been told to say, or if it's this, this is what they have to say, or anything like that. But there has been an increase of Tommy Johnson, Andy Crosby, Dave Flickr have said this. This is part of the reason why I've joined the club. I don't know where, I am still, I am still on the fence of whether that's a, just chuck that in for us mate.
0: I don't yeah. think it I'll, is. us
3: out. I don't think it is because I don't think you'd get three or four people to agree to it but. And they wouldn't sign. I also, I also what agreed that. But they've all signed. So Exactly.
0: So they must have been. they all believed it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And especially when you, you know, Conor Ripley, we know I had other clubs in for him. I just all over Twitter, but he chose us. It's reported that Bristol Rovers, in them were in for Tom, Sang. Bristol Rovers have beat us to players in the past and offered more money. Don't know who offered more money to Tom, but he chose the they So great for us. And then today, another one's in a six-foot-four centre-half. Alex, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his surname at this point, Has come from Ross County in Scotland. The report from Ross County fans, they loved him. Bit of a shithouse. Apparently strikers don't like playing against him, so against them and Smithy, good luck. Um, Loves a tackle, loves an eddy, loves a card. But sounds as though another one that's going to be full-blooded and another one that ticks what Flickcroft said on the night, Tom, about signing big, athletic, strong players.
3: I have absolutely no reason to not like this signing. He's big. He's strong. You know, the song. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Strong. He is. He's everything we've asked for. Yeah. There's going to be flaws. There has to be flaws. Because there's a reason why. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not not going to be one of those people who slags the Scottish division off or anything like that. But the Scottish premiership to us is probably there or thereabouts. There's there's a reason why he's coming to us. And I've seen a lot lot of their fans say oh, it's because he couldn't stay fit. But then other fans have said, no, 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 that's not the reason. You know, he's thrown himself in front of everything. So me, the jury's a bit out on him. All the time will tell, but we're we're still signing players that at the end of the day is turning around and we're going, oh, actually, they're they're coming with all their fans are saying, bloody hell, what a player. Yeah, and I went to... You've got to take them off with a smooth like, Like Notts County have signed Aidan Stone from us. Now, none of us here would say Aidan Stone is a bad goalkeeper. Um, What we'd say is Aidan Stone has had his moments where he's dropped one. But he's not a bad goalkeeper. Now if you read everything that goes through, it looks like we're all saying Aiden Stone's having a nightmare and that's that.
1: Yeah. So I yeah, think
3: I think within reason we've got a good player around here, but we've also got someone who's six foot three. Yeah, I think
4: that I don't know about Alex Lovetti, but I do know this. We've all been on this podcast, said Christ signed sign a big strong shit house who's a threat in both boxes. You know, which according to my young son Joe, who's Bob, well, who's done more research than me about this, he is. So we asked for a big strong a six foot three defender, someone who'll defend a shit house or kick it, you know. And we appear to have signed one. How good he is, we won't know until he starts, but look at it on paper it ticks something else that we need. And that's what impressed me about these three signings. We are addressing the issues that you didn't need to be pet body over to see that we had last year. And the first three signings, I've done that. Before. Yeah,
0: I got in touch with Scottish football expert friend of the show, Jamie Kyle, who obviously follows all the Scottish Premier to see what he oh, does. Oh, is he, is, he
3: is he back from the game, was he, from the other night? Yeah, from I the didn't Scottish take it, I didn't Georgia take Jamie. it to yet. Yeah, no, he's got back from
0: the Scotland George game and he's having a romantic weekend away in London with friend of the show Simcox at the baseball. That was a big shout for that. So, yeah, but no, he come back says, yeah, good signing for Vale, that's one of Ross County's best players. So,
3: so. I was, I, I also, I also spoke to someone and they said, um, and I said, he said, it's, it's a poor signing if you want a ball player. And I said, can he edit? Yeah. And he said, very much so. I went, That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Because we haven't had anyone who can edit for fucking Christ knows how long. <laughs> Connor Hall. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't edit. He wasn't a big editor. No, no, he, he could edit, but like I say, a big he was. A, he was a soft editor. He was a soft editor. He wasn't a big edit. We need someone who's going to come and go through the back of everyone and win that edit. Yeah.
4: Like. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Well not, move on. Not a, not a I'm line, gonna I'm gonna sit up, here and
3: Tom. sorry, sorry, go on.
4: Obviously, line, line up Tom? Back 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 three, first game of the season.
3: Ooh, back three last game of the season. The first... first game, not last game, um would be um Smithy the new what lad Smithy the new lad and Jones
4: well oh, I'd say pre- Smithy you Adam Forrester. Best.
0: Let let's see who's fit after pre season.
4: <laughs> yeah, if he does if he does a willow does his cough in the in Spain play golf.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I if you're asking Shit me out. right now right now at this moment, Smithy, Alex, Avetti, whatever we're calling him, and Forester.
2: Yeah.
3: He just wants, well, to come on with a podcast, don't he? <laughs> You just want Will come this foreign uh, night, don't you? <laughs> no,
0: I love Forrester. I think Forrester and Will have a very yeah, good Don't
3: get me wrong, Will, Will, Will is very good, but yeah. yeah.
0: And I also, we don't know how fit Dan Jones is. Obviously, missed the end of last season with a bad injury. Is he going to be back for 100%? Looking at the videos that have come out today, it looks yeah. as though he's running and everything, so fingers crossed. But he's fit. If he's fit, let's... Who knows, but it's good options to have. If you're asking me at this moment in time without seeing them in pre-season, that's me three. I might see this Alex guy and go, actually, I want Smithy, Forrester and Jones.
3: Well, yeah, to be fair, I saw Derrick and thought, Christ.
4: Do we, yeah. need, do we need another center off
0: No. Yeah,
4: happy with four. Wing-back.
0: Five, you've got Lewis Cass as Lewis
4: well. Cass, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We've got five at the we moment. We need a wing-back now.
4: Yeah. One wing-back or two wing-backs so... on?
3: Two. One either minimum. side. Minimum.
0: I was going to say minimum two. Minimum.
4: Players.
3: Yeah. Do you I think mean, we uh, sorted midfield. Yeah. And obviously that's we need fair to say. three strikers. Yeah.
0: Dep- well, it depends how on how many strikers we're playing. playing. Depends on what yeah, we are playing it depends on what we play, yeah. So if we're playing 3 4 three, we probably need three strikers in total, so two more. And we're playing three five two, we probably want another three strikers. Yeah, want we'll three
3: strikers. Yeah.
0: Depends what we're playing. So, yeah. Um, and so then,
3: Leon Constantine's going back on the pod. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Let's get him on, see if we can sign. But, no, and going on to... Oh, no, post, I meant him. <laughs> yeah, he, he can come, ain't he? Yeah, he scored his goals. Um, we lost Aiden Stone today. He signed Notts County permanent. And from the pod, put on thanks Aiden Stone. Helped us get promoted. Yeah, was a bit shaky at Wembley, as people seem to want to point out. He was, fair enough. But without him, we don't get to Wembley. And I'm not just on about the shootout. His performances at the end of that season got us so best, but...
3: best number two we've had for 20 years. Yeah, hard
0: yeah. to, to argue against.
3: Best yeah. number two we've um, had for 20 years, and you will not have someone who's had as much of an impact as him in 20 years as a number two. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And let's be
0: honest, we always kept going back to him. no matter who we got in, whether it was Jack Stevens, Lucas Coverland, Thomas Holley, we always went back to Aidan Stone. But he's done a solid for us. We have upgraded. We have, we have, and that's nothing on Stone. I fully anticipate in the next two to three years, Aidan Stone will be a first choice League One goalie in my eyes.
4: Yeah. I um, just firstly, Tom, best number two. At one point, we had uh, Jack Anik and Chris Neal, didn't we? So probably
0: true.
4: True. He we? Yeah. yeah, we did for it, six, it,
0: six months, and then Neil left because he was not. Then two. Neil, Neil,
4: left. But um, as far as Ayn Stone goes, I okay. think he was a bit lucky. Okay. He was never really first choice. It was always it was a bit like the... you know, like you banker it in a nightclub, wanty. You try and go to something a bit better, but when it failed, you always go back to Stone, and he never really had. He was never really give him the confidence to said Luke, you're our number one. No matter what, you're our number one. It was always Christ. Thomas always crap. Luke, is a, a nut job. Steven isn't what he's up to. Let's give Aidan the chance. I think for him, going to a new club where, he's good, where hopefully he'll be the number one and he's the main man, will be really good for him. And, you know, we never let us down. I just, you won't give a shit, but I personally wish him all the best. And like you say, best, there's a keeper there. And let's say in two or three years' time, he's in league one, will be the champ, you know, and he's made a good career out of it, because he deserves it, because he came into some gate. he came back in difficult times, but once when we were struggling, when we could have gone down this season, he came back in, the back end of last season, after, you know, after Lucas's, um, parotetic on McCurdy, and the whole the experiment just didn't work, Stoney came, he made the, I remember we were all, we were all extra away, he made that big save there, you know, and in the obvious at Swindon, so yeah, he made the odd mistake and we've definitely upgraded and if I'm honest, I wanted a first choice keeper. But Stone's got a good future I and mean, I hope he does well.
0: Yeah, no, I do. All yeah, the best so to Aiden. Good luck, Aiden. Yeah, hundred percent echo that. Best of luck to Aiden at to County and let's hope it works out for him. I'm sure it will, and as you say, there's definitely a keeper in there for me. And I do think he'll be a League One goal league in the future, so best of luck, Aiden. Um, and last couple of stories before we wrap up. It's been a long night, Tom, and you're about eight bottles of wine. And now let's start with the scoreboard. New <laughs> scoreboard out? coming in. That's it. He's drank it all. Scoreboard in at Vale Park.
3: Ah, What's this, 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 this uh, yeah, Now this no, it looks it looks very good. Um, it it's one of them weird things that they get said in meetings, and you sit there and you go, Did he mean it? You know, cause loads of other clubs have got massive screens and we have, you know, but there's, there's also loads of other clubs our size who haven't got screens. So do they mean what they say when, when they mean we can have a big screen? You know, like, I put it it, us in the same bracket as your Northamptons, as, as it goes, you shit in the division. And now all of a sudden, we're moving up a little bit. Mm. We're going to the. You know, people are going to come to Bay Park and go, fucking hell, they've got a big screen. Yeah. What's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> Why? Why <laughs> have cool. they got a big screen? And it's and then, not just. But it's, the... but it's fans who'll do it, and then all of a sudden, it's players who'll do it. Which means they've got a big screen. They've got a
0: big screen, here, mate. <sighs> Yeah, but it's not just a match day experience for fans that's going to enhance, because you're able, we think they'll be putting replays on there, you'll able to see them during the match, before the game, you can put videos up and that. But Steve, it's the commercial side as well, because that allows more revenue to come into the club, because you can now sell advertising on your scoreboard, whereas before the scoreboard didn't work. And let's be honest, it's all about, let's generate the most revenue we can, which then leads to more money being spent on the infrastructure of the club and bigger playing budgets for seasons in the future.
4: Yeah, it's all part of the improvement of Vale Park for us as fans, isn't it? And it's a, just another it's just another step in the right direction, isn't it? I mean, we can all remember the, the old school when that came by. and it just said, get away with Oasis travel and shit like that. And um, they had a little ambulance driving across, didn't it It sort it of went down. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're now... We're, I hesitate to use the word proper club. And this is what frustrates when people say, oh, it's no better than Under in 2001. At the saw us the of the day were under Norman. Norman and them, they didn't commit, I know Carol's got Donovan for this one, but they didn't commit to this infrastructure to the club to make our lives as fans better, did, did it, you know, and it's just, a, I think it's just another step in the right direction, basically.
0: Yeah, or to increase revenue in the club, let's be honest, Norman. Yeah, yeah
4: and like you say, you know, all of a sudden you're advertising things, you can, people's birthdays, maybe we could get rid of clapping.
3: No, um, <laughs> <laughs> never get rid of that? Yeah. <laughs> no. but
0: yeah it's like yeah, Norman stripped the ground away from the club so he could take the revenue out of the club yeah. we're actually looking at now, we increase the revenue in the club to make the club better going forward so that's and they're talking about making the club better going forward if you go into that ground on the opening home game of the season and you can't notice the difference in the pitch maybe you need to go over to repair-glasses.co.uk and they'll repair your glasses for you but um, a lot Smooth of works. Best. Hey, it's good, that one, isn't it? I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> I tell
4: you what, that was
0: seamless, in That was seamless, isn't it? Hey, hey, I've got it, got it down to the team. But, yeah, get yourselves over there, repairhavingglasses.co.uk. If your sunglasses need mending, give them a shout. For Steve, The Pitch, we've seen pictures of it on the Bale socials. Looking a lot better, and let's hope come the opening game, it's the right shade of green, so people don't moan about that. <laughs>
4: Yeah, again, what I said before—it's another step in the right direction. The pitch is needing money spending on it for years. There's some criticism of the previous grounds, which shall not be named after we told me fuck off at dawn. Anyway, <laughs> a- <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 you know, but you know, we get—we've we, got money spent on the pitch. The so pitch is going to be better. I just think this summer has been a good one for stuff moving forward, and they've had to do a lot of work that you can't see—a lot of intangible stuff like you can't see a new speaker system, a new Tally, but we can all see a massive new scoreboard. We can all see that the, the pitch is no longer like Blackpool where you've just been, Bez. So hopefully we're now starting to see see stuff where the money's actually gone, rather than stuff in the background just to get us a safety certificate if you get them adrift. But yeah, it's all good. It's all good.
0: Yeah, Tom, any thoughts on the pitch before we wrap up? No. No, I'm all in. All in, oh, that's I'm... it. That's the pitch, John. That's us, John. It's nearly midnight. Time for my bed. Time for Tom. I'm four hours in, but I'm
3: four hours in.
0: We are, because with the Leon and then adding this on. So, yeah. Well, Fuck them. You're all <laughs> when the next pod's out. You've got two now. You've got two. So, there's your podcast. Um, we'll be back. I don't know when we'll be back. Johnny's away this week. We're back next so, week. This week. Next week. Next week. Oh, next week, probably. Yeah, probably. No, I'm yeah. just saying this
3: because I'm not here to fucking. Yeah,
0: yeah, Tom's away. But yeah, we'll see. We'll be back soon. But yeah, thanks Stephen, Tom for jumping on. Um, That's two podcasts for you done tonight. I'll release them both now. I don't know why I'm telling you now. You probably have <laughs> to both of them. I'll release them both now for you. And yeah, enjoy the rest of pre-season as the players were back. We've seen back in full training Monday, I believe. More signings to come. I'm sure we'll do an emergency pod when more signings do come. We'll be back soon. Um, Until then, have an ale and up the veil.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: So, it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez?
0: Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny?
1: Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil.